All things unexplained. All right, this is Dr. Mouse with All Things Unexplained. This is 75 years to the day since the infamous headline in the Roswell Daily Record, dated July 8, 1947, RAAF captures flying saucer on ranch in Roswell region. I know that I myself had never actually read the article, I don't think, until today. I pulled it up online. And I thought it was quite fascinating, and I'd like to read it here. It's a pretty short article, but also pretty mind-blowing. From Tuesday, July 8th, 1947, in the Roswell Daily Record, 75 years ago. The headline, now can you imagine this? Army Air Force captures flying saucer on ranch in Roswell region. Sub-headline, no details of flying disc are revealed. Roswell Hardware Man and Wife Report Disc Seen The Intelligence Office of the 509th Bombardment Group at Roswell Army Airfield announced at noon today that the field is coming into possession of a flying saucer. According to information released by the department, over authority of Major J.A. Marcel, Intelligence Officer, the disc was recovered on a ranch in the Roswell vicinity after an unidentified rancher had notified Sheriff Geo Wilcox here that he had found the instrument on his premises. Major Marcel, in a detail from his department, went to the ranch and recovered the disc, it was stated. After the intelligence officer here had inspected the instrument, it was flown to higher headquarters. The intelligence office stated that no details of the saucer's construction or its appearance had been revealed. Mr. and Ms. Dan Wilmot apparently were the only persons in Roswell who seen what they thought was a flying disc. They were sitting on their porch at 105 South Penn last Wednesday night at about 10 o'clock when a large glowing object zoomed out of the sky from the southeast, going in a northwesterly direction at a high rate of speed. Wilmot called Ms. Wilmot's attention to it and both ran down into the yard to watch. It was in sight less than a minute, perhaps 40 or 50 seconds, Wilmot estimated. Wilmot said that it appeared to him to be about 1,500 feet high and going fast. He estimated between 400 and 500 miles per hour. In appearance, it looked oval in shape like two inverted saucers faced mouth to mouth or like two old tight wash bowls placed together in the same fashion. The entire body glowed as though light were showing through from inside, though not like it would inside, though not like it would be if a light were merely underneath. From where he stood, Wilmot said that the object looked to be about five feet in size, and making allowance for the distance it was from town, he figured that it must have been 15 to 20 feet in diameter, though this was just a guess. Wilmot said that he heard no sound, but that Ms. Wilmot said she heard a swishing sound for a very short time. 
The object came into view from the southeast and disappeared over the treetops in the general vicinity of Six Mile Hill. Wilmot, who is one of the most respected and reliable citizens in town, kept the story to himself, hoping that someone else would come out and tell about having seen one, but finally today decided that he would go ahead and tell about it. The announcement that the RAAF was in possession of one came only a few minutes after he decided to release the details of what he had seen. And here's an important note. In contrast to this article, which appeared in the Tuesday, July 8th paper, on the very next day, that is Wednesday morning, July 9th, the same paper reported that the flying disc found near Roswell, 1947, was not a disc or saucer, but instead a weather balloon or weather device. Wow. So, some things that really stood out to me from this, from the actual article 75 years ago. First of all, just right off the bat, it's mind-blowing. The Intelligence Office of the 509th Bombardment Group at Roswell Army Airfield announced at noon today that the field has come into possession of a flying saucer. I mean, this is just an incredible statement right off the bat. Right there in paragraph one, 75 years ago, in the Roswell Daily Record. Then in paragraph three, Major Marcel, who we've all heard of, and a detail from his department went to the ranch and recovered the disc, it was stated. After the intelligence officers here had inspected the instrument, it was flown to higher headquarters. It's a very mysterious statement right there. And then this couple that witnessed the UFO. I'm not sure I've ever really heard of them. We've all heard of the rancher. But how many of us heard, have heard of Mr. and Mrs. Dan Wilmot? Mentioned here in the article from 75 years ago. They were sitting on their porch that Wednesday night. 10 o'clock in the night and they saw a large glowing object zoom out of the sky from the southeast going in a northwesterly direction at a high rate of speed it was in sight less than a minute perhaps only 40 or 50 seconds 1500 feet high and they estimate going between 400 and 500 miles per hour now here's the thing this testimony would stand in direct contradiction to the headline the next day that this was a weather balloon. There was no weather balloon moving at 400 to 500 miles per hour. If this was indeed a weather balloon, then clearly Mr. and Mrs. Dan Wilmot were badly mistaken on what they were seeing. The object came in view from the southeast and disappeared over the treetops in the general vicinity of Six Mile Hill. I can tell you right now, also, I don't think if you saw a weather balloon at night that you would call it as zooming across the sky. I also don't think that the weather balloons of the time would have been glowing from the inside. Now, I will admit, perhaps if it was a weather balloon, it could have been struck by lightning. But I feel like if somebody saw a weather balloon at night, 
on fire, mind you, from a lightning strike. It would just look like a weather balloon on fire moving across the sky. I do not believe it would look like a huge flying saucer zooming across the sky 1,500 feet high at 400 to 500 miles per hour. So I think that's one part of this case that has not been given enough attention, and that is the testimony of Mr. and Mrs. Wilmot, who were eyewitnesses to the UFO, or in today's lingo, to the UAP, the Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon. Now another thing I found fascinating was this revelation at the end of the article. The announcement that the RAAF was in possession of one came only a few minutes after he decided to release the details of what he had seen. He being Mr. Wilmot. So Mr. Wilmot did not want to reveal that him and his wife had witnessed this UFO streaking across the sky. Is it just a coincidence that only a few minutes after Mr. Wilmot decided to release his story that the RAAF decided hey we're going to put it out there in the newspaper it seems too much of a coincidence to me also I've never really heard this properly explored how is it known that Mr. Wilmot was going to put this out there and what was the connection between that and the RAF release a few minutes later. I'm intrigued by this revelation that these two things happened within minutes of each other. I would love to know more about that. So, here's to the 75th anniversary from Tuesday, July 8th, 1947, the infamous Roswell Daily Record headline, RAAF captures flying saucer on ranch in Roswell region. Hope you've enjoyed this broadcast. Be sure to check out our giant size 100th episode when it comes out near the end of July 2022. Remember, this podcast is made possible by the generosity of listeners like you. Check us out on Venmo at Bigfoot UFO. All things unexplained.